Welcome to episode 171 of Vegas Revealed. A new upscale sports bar and restaurant is coming to Mandalay Bay's Fan District, and a Las Vegas hospitality veteran is behind it. We chat with Sean Christie this week about what makes this spot different than others. As sports has grown, and as you know, sports has grown in the city of Las Vegas, look, Vegas does everything bigger and better. Plus, June is Pride Month, and Las Vegas has some over-the-top events planned, and an update on a new hotel project in the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Plus, Las Vegas' newest boutique hotel opened, and it's cannabis-friendly. It's all coming up this week on Vegas Revealed. Vegas Near Me is growing by the day. Have you downloaded the free app yet? It's the perfect place to find everything you need if you are visiting or if you're a local. The app now has over 17,000 businesses in total and over 11,000 menu and reservation links. Plus, you can book on both Uber and Lyft all inside the app. You'll always know where you are and where you're going with the Vegas Near Me app, available now in Google Play and the Apple Store. If you have a hard time finding your way around resorts, don't worry. You can find maps of the property all within Vegas Near Me. Also, find out how much they charge for parking so you can plan ahead. Use our Vegas Revealed link that we provide in our show notes and download it to your phone now. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Let's spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 171. Sean McAllister here alongside Dana Roselli. What's going on? Well, we've got an Amazon shop. That's what's going on. Excited to announce this new shop that we've curated. We get so many messages from people that ask us, like, what should I bring on my Vegas trip? What should I bring with me? What should I plan? What would be helpful? And so you and I sat there and went, you know what? Let's curate lists and let's keep them updated and keep changing them for people who are looking for those items that they need to take with them on their trip. And let's face it, when you get ready for your Las Vegas trip, you're going to be on Amazon anyway, (laughs) getting stuff to prepare. And why not just go to our storefront where we have things categorized, all laid out in a super easy way. Uh, You'll get the link to our uh, Amazon shop down in our show notes. Yeah, and you'll find it on social media too. So uh, Sean and I will sometimes be working and we'll look at each other and go, wait a minute, you know what else is a good idea for a trip? Or, (laughs) hey, you know what always happens to me? Or that kind of thing. So uh, take a look and hopefully you'll find some good items there that will be useful to you. We wanted to update you on something that we very briefly touched on last episode about a casino being built kind of in the heart of the resort corridor right there at Harmon and Las Vegas Boulevard, kind of right next door to Planet Hollywood across the street from Aria and Crystal's shops. Um, right now, the plans are kind of on hold. Right. And I I had mentioned I saw a rendering and it... This will include a hotel casino and like a whole entertainment district. And so we looked deeper into it and and Sean had mentioned, yeah, I remember that. And we were like, wait, what happened? So like Sean mentioned, nothing new, really. It's been approved. And Tillman Fertitta, a casino operator here in town, big time shareholder in the wind, owns a golden nugget. Uh, he bought that land and plans to build a hotel casino there. But for now... 
his company saying, you know what, we're just kind of like waiting and nothing new. So we don't know what's going to happen there, but they own the land. We were at BrewDog recently and we saw, I think it was when I was in the parking garage that I get some video and you could see the whole area being bulldozed around that area. And so we know they're prepping the land. They are. The land is prepped. Um, they've knocked down the the buildings that used to be there. Um, it seems like it could be a situation where they're kind of waiting for inflation to <laughs> ease up a little bit so so that the cost of building a new development won't be like ridiculous. It's already going to be ridiculous no matter what, but right now building anything, it costs extra. So it seems like that could be a, one of the considerations. Yeah. And, and we did look at a couple articles and and one of them in the Nevada independent indicated that from the uh, vice president of Fertitta entertainment saying, you know, I think we're going to wait a little bit. So anyway, that's an, that's an update on that, but he does plan to build a 43 story 2,420 room hotel casino on that southeast corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and Harmon. And apparently he purchased the land for 270 million bucks. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. The development will continue over there. And once there there are developments on the development, <laughs> we'll, we'll absolutely let you know. But a new boutique hotel is now open in Las Vegas. And I say new, it's refurbished, redone. You may remember the Artisan. It's on Sahara, like just to the south of Sahara. It's almost like underneath the bridge there. And it's a, it was a very popular spot for a long time. It needed some changes. It is now officially the Lexi, and it just opened. Yeah, and they've redone. I don't think there's a surface in that property that they haven't touched. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks beautiful. The rooms that we've seen uh, photos of look so nice and elevated. And it is a kind of a luxury boutique experience that they're offering over there. I'm glad to see that there's new life breathed into that property because I know, especially for people who have lived here in Las Vegas for a long time, Undoubtedly, you have spent some nights <laughs> over at, well, what used to be the Artisan. Right. So now that it's the Lexi, this is uh, going to be the flagship location for Elevations Hotels and Resorts. So that's kind of cool. And it's going to have a couple things that are very unique. It's going to be one of the city's only European-style pools. Oh. And the pool's cute. It's like a very, very nice pool. You know, not large and expansive or anything like that, but... Boutique, yeah, right, as you call it. Yeah, um, it has a huge Shangri La like entrance, a big grand lobby. They've got a bar, they've got a lounge, and it it's undergone a multi million dollar renovation. So it's you know it's a big deal. Also, it is cannabis friendly, and we know cannabis has become big business here in Las Vegas. And the Lexi is the first hotel in Las Vegas that is catering to the cannabis audience. They've installed state-of-the-art filtration and all of that. So even if you stay there and you are not a cannabis consumer, um, they've taken steps to make sure that you know your experience is good too. Right. They have designated floors that they're going to allow this. So anyway, go check out the Lexi if you're in town. Maybe hit the bar. It's It's a really cute boutique hotel, very elegant, and we welcome them to Las Vegas. And by the way, uh, the bar is 
named the Artisan Bar, giving mm-hmm. a nod to the the history of the property too. So I love that they kept that. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, recently we had a wide ranging conversation with a man who has really been on the forefront of shaping the modern Las Vegas experience when it comes to day clubs, nightlife, dining. Sean Christie is the CEO of Carver Road Hospitality, but over the years he has been an executive at Wynn. MGM Resorts, The Light Group, and Las Vegas Nightlife Group. So his resume is very long. It is. And I remember talking with Sean way back in like 2006 when he was opening Jet Nightclub over at the Mirage. Remember, that was like such a huge event to have Jet opening over there. That was pre-One Oak, right? It was, Yeah. yeah. I had to cover it for... A magazine I was working for at the time as a side hustle job and a gossipy entertainment rag. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it was, it was a big deal. It was a great club. And then you were saying like bear pool, the ultra pools. He started that whole thing. We used to love blush nightclub. We talked to him about all this stuff in this conversation, but we also talk about his latest opening and that is a new elevated sports bar experience over at Mandalay Bay. We talked to him about that and how he shaped Las Vegas and created some of our favorite hotspots over the years. Sean, how's it going, man? Doing great. Getting ready for our opening in a uh, couple weeks. I know. And we're looking forward to this. So this is, uh, Flanker is kind of going to be anchoring this entire fan district that's being built out over at Mandalay Bay and Luxor. Um, I know we've been walking by it when we've been over on property and excited about it. Explain what this is going to be. What kind of experience for not only sports fans, but just for Vegas visitors in general? As Vegas has evolved with sports, obviously led by Golden Knights, Aces, Raiders, things like that, Aviators, etc. I'm a big sports fan. I grew up in Boston. All those teams, Red Sox, Patriots, Bruins, etc., Celtics, uh, was always a fan of. But, you know, as a fan, when I was younger, it didn't matter that kind of sat in a crappy booth and had quote-unquote bar food. <laughs> you know, you could, always get a, you could always get a cold beer. And, you know, usually there was a couple TVs that you strained to watch. And as sports has grown and as, you know, sports has grown in the city of Las Vegas, look, Vegas does everything bigger and better. And wanted to present, you know, great design, awesome seating so that you're comfortable so you can sit and watch games, have premium food, you know, our chef our executive chef uh, for the company, Daniel Ontiveros, who also helms the Carver State Kitchen, is in charge of the menu. Francesco LaFranconi, who's our vice president of beverage and culture for the company, is helming the, you know, kind of beverage program with a big emphasis on local beers, draft beers, craft beers, and all that. So it's combining the elements, in my mind, of the things that people want and then enhancing with over the top audiovisual technology. So there's a big screen that can be broken up into four televisions. That's about 30 feet long and uh, 10 feet high. That kind of anchors the main dining room. We've got a beautiful lighting element in the main dining room. That's based on the, you know, kind of formula one track at night. So taking all of these elements and combining them in there. And then our location 
at Mandalay Bay at the entrance to the Allegiant walkway as you go over. I think, I think that, you know, that makes for, you know, our take on what we hope is a next gen restaurant and sports bar. Well, I also picture, of course, people can stop there before and after games, but we realize that a lot of people actually write us and say, I can't get to the game or I can't get a ticket, but I want to kind of watch the game close to where the action is. Do you picture your place being like that too? What I know about sports, because I also in Boston, when I worked in Boston pre-2000, the company I worked for, Lions Group, which still exists, had all the bars and nightclubs on the street next to Fenway Park. Mm. So I, I think there's something to be said for proximity to the stadium. You know, there's such energy and animation pre and post games that, look, sometimes maybe people don't want to or aren't able to go to the game, but want to be close to it and be part of the, you know, excitement and energy. So we serve those customers as well. And I think there's going to be a large audience. And we saw that at Park MGM during Golden Knights game that, Again, maybe they're not going to the T-Mobile Arena, or in this case, the, you know, the uh, the Raiders Stadium, Allegiant Stadium, uh, but but kind of want to be in the mix. So, you know, we, we cater to everybody, and and I also think that, you know, what's interesting about our position at Mandalay Bay is Excalibur, Luxor, Mandalay Bay, Delano, and Four Seasons are all connected, you know, with an interior walkway and a tram. So, so that that's a lot of hotel rooms and and i think there's you know a lot a lot of opportunity just to even serve those guests as well yeah and i know you know talking about all the 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 feel outside of fenway park it's the same kind of thing in san diego with the gas lamp district and you know having the the ballpark right there there is an energy that you know you don't necessarily get because of the las vegas infrastructure so i do love that that you're thinking about kind of every aspect of the game day feel and giving sports fans all of these different options. And are are you finding that sports fans are are looking for a more elevated experience than, you know, what you talked about and what I've experienced, you know, going to, you know, the, the dingy little bars where you get that fried food and, you know, being in an elevated uh environment are you finding that people are are really craving that absolutely i mean that trend has been going on for let's just call it five ten years in las vegas let's just say again look las vegas has always been ahead of the curve related to some of these things but um sports betting because we have it in town i I think vegas has been a step ahead but what causes me to want to leave the comfort of my home (laughs) if i've got Awesome sound, awesome uh, TVs and things like that. Again, you have to give the next level of experience. And in Vegas, you have to do that times too. So we have this amazing, you know, kind of tech package and audio visual that, you know, we'll be playing every game. And again, at night when the games are off, one of the more annoying things that I've seen too, uh, just in general, is most people are playing commercials and reruns of ESPN on the West coast after 10 PM, because all the games have ended by about nine 30. Well, we're going to have a whole package visual package so that it then morphs into something that isn't, I feel like I'm in a place that's a either an ESPN studio or local TV commercial. So, you know, kind of trying to think about, okay, 
it's got to be more than just a one trick pony. And it's got to be a place that people want to come for a great beer, for a great burger. And then sports, of course, is the, you know, kind of cherry on top, if you will. Yeah. Right. And, and we have a lot of other questions for you, but, but I wanted to ask, since this will run before it actually opens and we haven't been inside yet, is it a large space? Do you have any signature items that people must order? Because we love to give people good tips if they head over there. Is there something that, that you must get or eat or drink when you go there? I mean, absolutely. If we didn't do that, then, <laughs> you know, we'd probably be out of business. I mean, you know, we, we, we position this as a kind of beer and burger forward place. And so again, you know, Dan, Daniel did, Chef Daniel did the menu and to, on Tavares. We got a Western BBQ burger. You know, it's a half pound Creekstone farm beef. It's got BBQ sauce. It's got onion rings. It's got you know, jalapeno aioli with, you know, melted white cheddar and Swiss cheese. I mean, we kind of put that forward. We've got boozy shakes. You can get a boozy or not non-boozy shakes. We've got, uh, you know, one of those shakes is the Elvis Presley, which is uh, coincidentally Dana White's uh, bourbon, Howlerhead banana bourbon with Banana, honey, bacon, peanut butter, you know, kind of Elvis. I mean, wow, that sounds great. yeah, there's a lot of decadent things, but then, you know, I do definitely sometimes eat like that. Try not to eat like that as I get a little older, but you can get things <laughs> like a tuna poke bowl, you know, we have tacos, salads, so kind of uh, playing to everybody, but definitely burger forward. And those are some of the kind of funner and more gluttonous things. We also have a, um, for kind of beer enthusiasts, We've got beer towers that hold, you know, 96 ounces of perfectly chilled, um, you know, beer of your choice that you'll see will kind of be one of our signature ways of sharing beers instead of the pitcher um, that that's kind of popped up over the past couple of years. And, you know, people are doing it. We've got a you know, Francesco found a polished one that is really elevated. So, you know, just just thinking about how do we take things that people want? Uh, you know, not screw them up and again, continue to try to make them um, in a way that's exciting and delicious. Yeah. And, you know, Sean, we could probably sit here for the next five minutes and just run through all of the projects that you've been a part of here in Las Vegas since you got here back in 2000. I know you're responsible for, you know, some of the places that Dana and I mm-hmm. have absolutely loved, like Blush and Jet, you know, Bear Pool Lounge over at the Mirage. I was there more times than I can than I can think of. <laughs> um, you've really been at the forefront of developing the concepts that we now know Las Vegas for: day clubs, nightlife, speakeasies, supper clubs. I mean, is this and I know sports hospitality is a growing uh, market here in Las Vegas. Is that the next big hospitality? I, I don't want to call it a trend, but I will, for lack of a better <laughs> term. But is that the next big thing in hospitality? I mean, sports is as American as you know, is as Americana as apple pie. Mm-hmm. And so the the thing is, is that as I said kind of with my roots growing up literally in the shadow of Fenway Park. I mean, when you would hit a home run, uh, when a team would hit a home run at Fenway Park, that ball would land on the street 
and the bar that I was the general manager of, I could run out the front step hmm. and I'd, you know, fight for that ball. That's <laughs> how, you know, l- literally the shadow. So my point is, is that, you know, there, there's been several things. I think number one, sports and the availability and accessibility buying streaming platforms around the world has grown sports just in general. You know, women's basketball, I'll give you an example. Look, 10 years ago, did anybody really care in a meaningful way about going to a women's basketball game? If you go to a Las Vegas Aces game at Michelob Ultra Arena, you might have 8,000 people. Yeah, Yeah. true. You know, we we got the champs here. The the first championship that came to Las Vegas is from the Aces, a women's basketball team that's the best attended team in the WNBA. Amazing. So, you you know, it's really incredible when you think about it. So, A, we're happy to be in the same building as the Aces, and we're happy to be part of the brand, you know, Mandalay Bay, that is kind of on the forefront of sports. But the other big thing in my mind that, you know, has put sports out there in a more meaningful way, look, with sports betting, with every company on the strip being part of sports betting in form in the form of your phone the fact that in 30 some odd states you can get on your phone you can uh wager in game and bet on your phone and things like that it's expanding you know sports and then the other thing that i think has been you know crazy important as relates to that is look fantasy sports fantasy football is probably the most popular but all these things that are things that are People may or may not interact with, but certainly know someone who does. Again, 10, 15 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe people were or weren't playing fantasy sports. But meanwhile, in August now, there are massive fantasy football draft parties that's gotten so big. And so all of these things, in my mind, has made sports, for me and our company, a major focus. And I think that... As business around sports grows, which again is, you know, growing like a rocket ship, especially yeah. in this town, we want to be part of that. We want to be part of the conversation of where the best places to see a game, you know, and we want to, we but we want to add a culinary element. I don't know that anybody's added the culinary element to it. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of good product and, and we just want to be in the conversation of, well, where can I get a great cold beer, a great cold cocktail and an awesome burger. And so we want to try to win things like who's got the best burger in town. Yeah. We want to try to win things like who's got the best, you know, kind of beer program in town combined with sports. So, I do think sports in America, globally, but in America and certainly in Las Vegas is, again, I, I, I think it's already happening. I think we're just trying to take yeah. another step. I mean, you are going to be, well, you'll probably make all your money back and more Super Bowl week, right? <laughs> <laughs> we should put in our I reservation hope, I mean, now. Yeah, we kind of lucked into that. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're going to be one of the closest venues to uh, you know, incidentally, we've got a deal with the Arizona Cardinals and Bet MGM, and we have a flanker at um, the Cardinals Stadium. So, actually, flanker um, 
we were part of the Super Bowl this past year in Glendale, Arizona at the Cardinal Stadium. Awesome. Wow. So this would be number two for Flanker. Nice. Well, looking forward to it. It opens uh, June 10th, right? Correct. June right. 10th. And we've got, a, we've got a green carpet opening Ooh. June 9th from 6 to 9. So hopefully both of you will be there as well. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to. It sounds great. And can we bring back Blush Nightclub? I love that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, of everything that I've kind of been part of in town, it seems like Blush struck a chord with people who just like the kind of living room feel the living room party feel yeah i think i think it was also though you know when you've got something like that that, that really speaks to the core demographic of you know locals you know the the location off the valet you know the fact that at that time we we're so plugged in we still are to the industry and we're you know always tried still do take care of locals and industry people and then you combine that with kind of the um, you know, great room product that the wind has and everything that, that was really just kind of like a magical place. I, I, I do want to bring Bosch back. <laughs> when I walk so by that call, space uh, and I see like a high limit slots, I'm like, what? Come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got a, you know, way back in the day when it eventually closed. I mean, I found out two weeks before we were closing it. Um, Steve Wynn called me and said, he's turning it into a high limit room. And at that point we were, we had Encore Beach Club and Surrender Open as part of our, um, you know, relationship with the win. I had a company called Las Vegas Nightlife Group, and that's what um, had the, you know, the partnership with the win for that in Encore Beach Club and Surrender. And we're doing such big business in Encore Beach Club and Surrender that he said, hey, well, Sean, you know, we really think we know how. I was like, Steve, um, Blush is super popular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, but let, let's focus our attention on it. So, yeah, I thought I got two weeks' notice that Blush was closing, Man. which was heartbreaking, of course. Well, I still have a book of matches in my bowl of matches I've collected over the I've years. I've got a hat. I've got a hat. <laughs> got a hat. <laughs> that's, my, that's my only remnant is the hat. Uh, well, Sean, thank you for, for taking the thank time you. to chat. I appreciate it's it. Great to, great to catch up with you. And we're looking Hope forward to see you at Flanker. Absolutely. Flanker Kitchen and Sports Bar opening up over at Mandalay Bay, June 10th. Thank you. Let's get to our tips now. June is Pride Month all across the country. And here in Las Vegas, uh, MGM Resorts is really doing a great job of putting together a bunch of events uh, for the Love Out Loud celebration. And it's taking place at a ton of their venues all up and down the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, they're actually concentrating it on one weekend. It's June 16th to the 18th. And so that way, if you come into town, you can hop around to all the different events. So that's kind of fun. They're doing stuff at MGM Grand. They are doing stuff over at New York, New York's Coyote Ugly. And the list goes on. And I know, Sean, we're going to put something on our website because it's a long list with times and what DJs will appear and what kinds of things will be happening at each spot. Yeah, we have all of that information uh, posted at Vegas-Revealed.com. Dot com. If you scroll down to the articles uh, on our website, you'll see all of the Love Out Loud 
festivities that MGM resorts are putting on. There are free dance parties, mm-hmm. lots of themed <laughs> nights like Dana mentioned. Fun fun themes too. They are fun themes. <laughs> and and guests are also invited to to show off their pride with a perfect insta moment. You know, Leo the lion, that big lion right inside the main MGM Grand Lobby is going to be surrounded apparently with these rainbow florals Ooh. to commemorate pride. So lots of people can take their picture in front of it. They always do something to the lion, which like has to do with that time of month or week, which is really fun. I remember from the Grammys, he was all decorated. Oh, yeah. And sometimes he's in the middle of a boxing ring. Yeah. Or that, like Golden Knights jersey, yeah, things like that. that Leo, <laughs> he, he's on it. I love it. Also, uh, the lights on the side of the Luxor are going to be all rainbow colors as well for the entire month of June, mm-hmm. which is which is kind of fun too. I love that. I know I live next door to the Sahara and they always change the Sahara sign. They do a good job at and, that, And yeah. yeah, like literally every weekend to whatever, you know, it, it, to support something or bring awareness to something. And I know for Pride, they always do the rainbow as well. So lots of good events happening there and kind of staying with that theme a little bit. There's an interesting experience uh, happening over at one of our Las Vegas wedding chapels that we wanted you to know about. So we all know uh, about Dana's love for all things Elvis. So when we were notified about about (laughs) this wedding experience, we both just lit up. It's great. It's not the traditional kind of Elvis wedding that you might think about. This Elvis is actually Shelvis. (laughs) And are we saying that right, or is it she Elvis? Well, maybe she Elvis, but I, I think I like Shelvis. I like Shelvis too. <laughs> I'm actually looking for the release right now because I wanted to bring up some more specifics. But yeah, Shelvis, you're right. I think it is Shelvis. Shelvis, yeah. yeah, is a drag queen Elvis that can marry you. And now the pictures are fabulous. I mean, Shelvis is all done up. The makeup's fabulous. The hair's on point. The Elvis outfit is there. The whole nine. I've never seen an Elvis that is more contoured in my life. Never. Shelvis (laughs) is on point. (laughs) Then there's the Queens of Vegas. If you don't want to do the Elvis thing, um, they can also marry you as well. So it basically, they have some new wedding packages featuring drag queens as themed officiants. While they are going to also do a song, perform songs for you, they're going to marry you. So it's a whole thing. So if you want to be part of this and kind of have a whole pride theme to your wedding, or maybe you're renewing vows or you're doing a commitment ceremony, they can do that. And so this is at the Viva Las Vegas Wedding Chapel. These packages are launching in honor of Pride Month, but they are going to be available all year long. So keep that in mind when you're planning your commitment ceremony, wedding, renewal, whatever. Remember, you have Shelvis or the Queens of Vegas who are available to officiate your ceremony. Gosh, we may have to get down there and witness a I wedding. Think we so might. If anybody does this, invite us because I want to get down and see how this works. <laughs> it sounds like a blast. So yeah, some pride themed tips for you. Uh, we do it right when it comes to pride and, and I love it. You know, it just just something always going on in Las Vegas. And every time Las Vegas makes sure that our properties, our venues, our attractions take part and celebrate. And so I, I love this. And we'll have it all on our website, vegas-revealed.com. 
Uh, we want to give a thank you to our sponsor, Vegas Near Me. It's the only app you need to get around in Las Vegas, find out what's going on, where to go. You can download it free in the Apple App Store and on Google Play. Yeah, and check out our Amazon shop. It's in our uh, notes as well, our show notes. I put the link in there. We have curated a list for you. If you are visiting Vegas, some must-have items. Enjoy. And thank you to uh, subscribers to Vegas Revealed. We appreciate each and every one of you. And if you would like to contribute to uh, the future of Vegas Revealed, you can find that link down in our show notes as well. We're very close to making this a video podcast with everyone's help. So thank you. We look forward to it, but then we're going to have to like get ready. But so that's going to take time. <laughs> no, no more doing the <laughs> podcast in our, our sweats and t-shirts. Well, no, my cutoff jean shorts and flip flops <laughs> that I have on right now. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah.